Hello, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. What is up, friend? How are you doing today? Okay, um, I will let you know, and I'm going to say, like, sorry, not really that sorry about um, audio quality on some of these um, podcasts just because, like, all full transparency, I'm recording them as I'm, like, doing my day, and it's often in my car, and so my car doesn't have, like, the best uh, sound system in terms of, like, coming through the Bluetooth speakers, as it were. So this is what you're getting. It's more about the content than the quality, in my opinion. So if you have an issue with the quality and you can't handle it, maybe this isn't the space for you, and maybe or maybe the message isn't for you. Yes, I have more professional-grade stuff out there, uh, and it just kind of sometimes these conversations are just something that wells up inside, and it needs to be spoken about, like, right in the now. And uh, so today, I want to talk to you a little bit about, like, I'm working through this this concept, and I kind of want to do what we call, what has been called healing loudly, out loud with you guys. So I'm in a beautiful community called the Co-op, which if you've ever followed my Linktree link, there is a link to the Co-op um, in there. And that is a free community with some beautiful, wonderful leaders. I am a leader of the community myself and um, or facilitator, I guess is a better word for it. And um, we, we just, like, we talk about the things and, like, what we're going through. And it's just a beautiful space that is being held for one another and where people can express who they are, learn a little bit more about who they are, their spirituality, all of that goodness. So, um, yeah, (laughs) that is that on that topic. So in saying that, we just got over what's called conscious conversations, and it's something that's held every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and, um, you know, do the math for whatever area you're in. And so in this conscious conversations, it's like an hour to 90 minutes, depending on how many people pop on. And we just talk about what's going on in our lives. And it's a space to be able to be heard, be seen, be recognized, a space to get support. Um, It's a very supportive community, and I I just love it. And the concept of healing loudly uh, came up. A lot of times we are going through things, and we keep it all within ourselves, and it's just a reminder that we can share what we're going through with our supportive group of people, and, you know, we can just, just to be able to speak about what's happening can be so healing for us, not necessarily getting any sort of, like, help from another person, just being able to be heard can be so healing and freeing and something that like kind of came up to me for me today that um like I'm working on is just like oh my gosh what <laughs> what is this life that we are living and what are these expectations that we are putting upon ourselves or society has put upon us that we've taken within to say that like this is how we need to live and I was just kind of like you know grappling through and working through, and so I'm healing loudly with you, and this idea, okay, so hold on, back in the day, like, I felt like life was so 
easy for me in school. And I understand that not everybody had that experience, but, like, I lived such a privileged life, and I live such a privileged life, right? And it's like I feel like I have to come up with trauma to work through so that, you know, I can be worthy. And and that's like a thought that's like come up of like, you know, I've been taught through different avenues that we all have to have this like pinnacle moment where like life changed in order for us to be validated to be able to speak. And while, yes, we all have problems and we all have things that we're working through, there, here's a space to say that every problem that you have is valid regardless of how big or small you perceive it to be. Everything is all about perception, right? So, like, my weight being an issue my entire life, while it has brought upon a lot of issues and trauma around how I interact with people, it's also, like, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, like, yes, I've been overweight my entire life, but I've always had access to money. I've always had this. I've always had that. I've always, you know, had, you know, my knowledge, all of these things. So is it really that big of an issue? And so I feel like I I grapple between not feeling, like, feeling like my problems or my issues in life are enough and also grappling with, but we all have issues, and it's important for us to actually connect with them and understand what's happening and to feel into that and to work through it and not just bypass these things because it's still a part of our journey and it's still a part of who we are. And um, with that, the thing, the idea that came to me was just, Okay, so, like, society gives us these expectations of, like, what life is and what success is and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, but school never prepared me for life. Like, life is hard. It's fucking hard. And me just, like, like going through school was so easy. Like, I just felt like I just showed up and, and, and I was. Like, it was what it was. Like, I showed up. Um, I listened to the teacher. And... You know, occasionally, like, I'd make a study guide and, and fill it out, and I would listen to it or read it, like, the day of, and then, you know, I'd get a good grade. I'd get an A or a B or whatever, and, you know, graduated in, like, the top, like, 15 of, like, my senior class, and it was, I don't know, like, over 500 people, and so, like, I think I did pretty well for myself, I'd say. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, the closer I got to, like, real life, like, shit got hard. And it wasn't – I couldn't just show up. And I feel like the way that school was set up, this, like, this paradigm, this um, simulation of life, basically, because I feel like that's kind of what school is. It's, like, it's such a controlled space. And since it's so controlled, we get kind of, like, a fake – sense of accomplishment and a big sense of security that is not at all present when we get into like adulthood uh yes we can have support from like family and friends and all of that kind of stuff to help control but we get this idea that life all of a sudden like you know we have control of our life and we have have the ability to do this and actually in actuality we have no control you know God, the universe, source, however you want to see it, like, you know, they have an understanding, they have an understanding of where 
we're supposed to go and what we're meant, what we're meant to do. And so are we, like, doing the do, I guess is the question. Because, um, you know, it's like, I feel like there's, like, a saying that they used to say when I went to church back in those days, and it was, like, something of, like, around the lines of, like, you make a plan, but God has something different, something different in mind. And I'm totally, I'm not quoting the quote because I don't remember exactly how it was said. But it, it, it like totally makes sense. Like you create this plan or you have this idea, and then life happens, right? And it like shakes everything up. And so in that, it's like, what if we could just be again? Like, what if we can allow life to life, like? Why, what if we saw life as happening for us and not against us and we created a space where it could be easy, right? And so allowing for boundaries when we're dealing with people. And, I, and one of the things that, like, I've really noticed for myself is that I can create boundaries with people that I know are going to show up again tomorrow. You know, like, I have this, like, I have this feeling, like, hardcore that, while it might be uncomfortable in the grand scheme of things, there's, like, going to be little consequence. Like, I, I foresee this person, this person is so ingrained in my life and our relationship that you can even use the word love if that feels good. Like, they love me so much that even if I'm pissing them off in this moment, they are going to still be there for me later on. Right? But that same, like, confidence in the relationship doesn't apply to like a full-time job or whatever like okay if I set my boundary there is this possibility that my boss will be like well we're, I can find another one of you and let me go right there like if I set my boundary then you know this person that I just started talking to is no longer going to want to be a part of my life and continue our relationship. So I have to modulate myself in order to maintain. And I'm trying to say, like, you know, is that a way to live? Like, is it the way to live to want to be, like, performative? And, like, I can put on a face with these people and then I be and I can be my true self with these people and not everyone. And why can't we be authentically us in all spaces of our life, places and spaces of our life. And I think part of it is, like, you know, I, in terms of, like, the professional world, I'm like, man, I have no desire to wear a suit. I have no desire to, like, do these things, but this is what you have to do to make money so we can, like, you know, afford to do the things. And only, (laughs) like, a small bit of people actually get to live the life where they can, um, enjoy life as they as they are and still bring in like financial abundance and i'm here to say like you know no like maybe immediately in this right exact moment we might have to like adhere to the the laws of what our society has and says for us but we can totally make the decision and make the choice to say you know what this this is not what I want to want to do, and I can look for other opportunities and other avenues so that I can live a life that is more in alignment with what I really want to experience um, for day to day and understanding that we can set, create 
our own expectations for our own life that is not necessarily what other people have said it's supposed to be. And so these are like kind of like the realizations and the and the thoughts that are coming in for me. As and I, you know, like sometimes it can be a little bit repetitive because we have to keep doing the work. We have to keep mining and understanding and uncovering and pulling back the layers like a, of an onion of okay, who am I? What do I want? And it doesn't happen overnight. So it's a continuous, it's a continuous process. It's a continuous process, and we're continually progressing towards what it is that we want and so one of the things that you know I've been like working on is like relationship but not just relationship with others but relationship with self and getting very clear and very comfortable with who I am and so getting that clarity and that comfort with me just being me and what I like to hang out with just me like I'm fucking awesome can I like and can I let go of whether or not I'm worried about if this other person will think the same thing about myself, and so I no longer have to put up a mask, if you will. Um, I I mean, like, I feel like there have been times where I'm like, well, you know, I have different versions of myself. Sometimes I want to be fancy and cute, and hold on. There is, like, a thing coming into my throat. sip of water, please. So there are times where I feel like I want to be cute. I want to be fancy. I want to be bougie. I want to do, like, I want to step into the side. Sometimes I, like, want to just, like, be free and, like, not wear a bra and whatever, like, and just, like, let loose and be a little bit on, like, my, like, lazier, chill vibe side. And while all of that, yes, is me, it's not necessarily me trying to be inauthentic, right? And so, like, it's like, okay, well, I have different sides and different things that I'm into that I love to do that I enjoy and I don't necessarily share it with other people, like, all the different things that I'm into. Like, I don't talk about all the different animes that I like. I don't talk about, like, I'll give a review. If you go to my YouTube, you can see some of the, like, the weirder things that I'm into, right? Or what other people might consider weird. I don't think it's weird. I think it's fun. So, you know, I am creating prejudices for myself. Like, I just said that, like, I'm into some weird stuff. I it's, I mean, it's not weird. If It's only weird if you make it weird, right? And I've said that many times in my life. It's only weird if you make it weird. So if you don't like it, that's, that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> right? So I'm creating, like, I ha- habitually create ways to differentiate myself or separate myself or say that I'm less than and, like, trying to make myself to be quirky in some instances. So, and, and like... I don't know, deprecate myself so that I can be easily taken in by others. Um, That's not the phrase I'm looking for. Like, more like like the idea of shining a little dimmer so that we, uh, so that others can can digest us a little bit more. Making my, putting myself as a smaller bite so I can be more digestible and you don't have to, t- like, turn down for what? Yes? Like, the song, uh, I mean, I, I think that came out when I was in college. Like, turn down for what? Mm-mm. True. 
it's it's definitely like it's a it's it's a life lesson in that that statement. As like fun as that song is, why are we turning down? Why why are we hiding? What's there is fear there, right? There's fear to unmask as to what what is the the reasoning for hiding or getting defensive um, or not wanting to just share different parts of ourselves with certain people. And I think part of it is that, like, for me is, well, I don't want to share that because I don't want to explain it. And I don't want to explain why I like it or why this feels good for me or why, 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 why. Like, it is. It, it, it is. This is who I am, and this is how I, how I feel, and I kind of want to just say it like that. This is who I am, and this is how I feel about it, and it's done. I like it. Fuck it. If you don't, if you don't understand, it's not for you to understand. <laughs> it's me. This is me, not you, right? And so, like, that's kind of where I want to want to want to just sit in, and then I. But I know that there are going to be people who will not like or accept that as a full answer. And then the realization that, you know what, if they don't, if you can't accept that as my full answer, that's not my problem. You can go and do your own research on all of the things, right? Like, I don't have to, like, completely, like, take an hour to explain all of the stuff, right? Or, and then explain my feeling for it. Because at the end of the day, if you're not, if the other person's not open, they're not open if you're asking questions to try to like tell me why I'm wrong then you're not open to hearing my under my understanding anyway right so and if I'm going to continue doing me which I'm going to continue doing me honey then there's no point (laughs) there's like there's no point to the conversation is how I see it right and so the understanding of like I no longer want to, to like have to defend myself is part of reasoning behind like staying behind the veil if you will or behind the mask and then but also there is a little bit of fear of like well what if what if no one will accept me as as I am right if you can't accept me as I am as I truly am then one do you deserve me is like like my sassy side says well you don't deserve me if you can't accept me for who I am at all. Like, mm-mm, honey. But still, deep down, we want acceptance. Like I've said in multiple times, we are people are meant to connect with one another. People are meant to find our our partner, our pack, our community, right? And so, you know, family is that space that we're born into, and then community is like the extension of that that we've chosen to spend our time with, right? And some some of us have had had the privilege of having a family that is accepting and beautiful and one and then other people don't have might not have that same they have they have to rely solely on the community that they've created for themselves. And I would love it if everyone could be able to have the privilege of being able to have both, but that's not 100% the reality or our reality, there are some people out there that are just closed, right? They're closed and they're unwilling to bend their rules or bend their view or perception of what's happening around us, of their reality, of their of their experience. So if they're not willing to bend, then they can't be open to receiving the beauty that is the entirety of somebody else. And that somebody else, guess what? 
that's not their fault or their problem, and they are no long, they are no less than because someone that might be close to them is unwilling to accept them for who they are. And so the healing that's happening and is going is while, yes, I can say sassily, I am who I am, and if you don't like me as I am, then we don't have to be is, like, strong, and, like, I can I can totally say it on the podcast, but when you get in front of that person that, like, you've built so much of a relationship with, it, it gets, that gets hard. That gets really hard. It gets painful sometimes, especially if that person says, okay, well, we're done, right? Like, we're done. Um, and that's not been my experience, but I have, it's not been my experience at all, I'm blessed to say, but... It's still a fear that some some that way way shape or form down the line someone's going to be like yeah well you're you're too much and I can't and that's their thing right like yes it might hurt in the moment to have someone say that they can't but I can't be other than who I am either and for their sake or anybody else's sake I have to be myself you have to be yourself so we can't continue to stop being ourselves for others to be comfortable and then on top of all of that there's still that okay well this person left me because I started being myself this person's going to leave me this person might leave me and this person might leave me and I know for myself it's sometimes just like me thinking to myself um that I'm going to be left and it's like not my experience so it's just like I'm creating, creating problems that aren't really existing. I said I was in my car, right? <laughs> Got to get a pay ticket. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so on saying all of that, are there people, mm, Lord have mercy. <laughs> like my thoughts are going all over the place. Like, but like, are there going to be people that are going to accept me for who I am? Am I going to – do I have this reality that there are people who are who accept me for who I am? And you know what? I, in my life, have seen so many people accept me for who I am, as I am, and the more and more I shed of myself and I share of myself, they're still there. So obviously I have the experience, I have – the, I've paid witness to the believability that, yes, I can be me and still have friendships and still have connections and still have relationships, but still, you know, there's still that little spot and there's still that little person or in, in my head of, like, but what if I'm completely alone? What if you're, you end up alone and... That's really scary. And so then it's got it's this, okay, we've identified the fear, but then we analyze the fear and we think, okay, like I said before, I have had plenty of experience sharing of myself and showing up authentically and, you know, removing the mask, so to speak, and getting real with people. And there are people that stayed. And there are people that, like, you know, are like, yes, queen, supportive of, of me, supportive of who I am and what I enjoy and, and all of these things. 
And so, why is the fear there? Well, the fear is there because so many people just took me for face value when I was a kid and called me fat, called me ugly, called me these things, and then that hurt, and then I was left alone because the the bullies said these things, and they said them in front of everybody else, and then everybody else, nobody else wants to hang out with you because they don't want to be bullied either because kids are mean. <laughs> like, kids, I take that back. Not Kids aren't born mean. I feel like it's like meanness is taught, whether it's like something that's happening in their home space or something that they've seen on TV that they think is cool and so they want to emulate it, whatever. It's all Im- imitation for a while until we – start to conceptualize who we actually are, right? And it's all, it's like emulation, conception, as well as, like, trying to fit in and, like, figuring out where we belong and, like, very much like a mob mentality until we can figure out our individual selves as we get older. And it's, it's all individual. I feel like we continue to individualize ourselves as we get older and older and older and older and older and discover more and more and more and more of who we are and what we like and what we want want to experience. So I know that, like, I felt like an outcast for much of my my younger life, like, until I got into grade school, you know. So, like, a, very, a lot of separation from the age up until I was, like, five, six years old, you know, my family was, like, the only people that just loved me for who I was, and it's, like, because they're, quote, unquote, supposed to, like, they're blood-related, so they have to be nice to me, right? Like, I didn't have, and growing up as an only child, my day-to-day wasn't so much engrossed in people my age accepting me for who I am. So it was very much, you know, like, unless I got to hang out with my cousins or whatever, um, or, like, a family friend kid my day-to-day going to preschool or whatever was not accepted even the teachers to some degree were tired of me like crying and you know being made fun of and not standing up for myself and being too sensitive like you know you've heard you're fat like a hundred times you should probably just like tough enough and no a teacher didn't specifically say that to me but still like that's basically how I felt that's how I received that information right like you should be used to it like get, like, get thicker skin, and then eventually something just happened, and I, my neighbors, when we moved, were, like, nice people, and, and, like, we're just like, hey, we want someone to hang out with and play with, let's be friends, and it was, oh, I just, I just am, and we're hanging out, we're, we're hanging out, okay, okay, we're hanging out, well, do I have to bring a toy for you to hang out with me, because prior to, I only got any sort of, like, response out of, like, my bullies and the kids that didn't want to hang out with me in preschool because I brought something, because I, you know, had to do something outside of just being me in order to get the attention that I craved and that I desired. And it didn't really hit or didn't sync up that, like, these people were just, were around me because they liked to be around me. And i I still continued to have to, like, find ways to be like, well, I got a Sega, do you want to, like, play on my Sega? Or, like, you know, like, give more and offer more so that, like, I will be liked. I will be accepted. And it's a consistent perpetuation of, of these habits 
subconsciously of like, well, is just me enough? And as I speak it out loud and as I talk about it and as I, like, uncover it, real the realization of, like, I am healing loudly because I am enough. And I believe I am enough. And the more I get to say that I am enough, the more I get to believe that I am enough. And it's 11-11 at the time of I'm looking at it. And that's, that's, to me, is, like, that is powerful right there. Like, that statement of I am enough here in this moment just as I am and you are too. You are enough as you are, wherever you show up, however you show up, in any moment of any given day. Your feelings are valid, you are valid, and you are beautifully and wonderfully made, and you get to be you. And you get to choose how you show up and who you talk to and who you get to hang out with and what jobs you want to accept and what jobs job opportunities you don't want to accept. You get to choose if you want to create um, a business for yourself and be an entrepreneur, or maybe you want to be an influencer and you want to affiliate other products and stuff like that. Whatever it is that you want to do, you get to choose, and you are enough as you are to do it. feels complete for me. I hope it's complete for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. And if you want to continue on this journey together of healing together and and growing together and expanding together and being supported for just being you, I invite you to join me in my community. It's called A Bubbly Life. It's the A Bubbly Life Membership. Um, it is on the Linktree link in the description of this audio. Uh, and there's also other different ways to hang out with me and the different places and spaces, including um, my the, the different things that I affiliate because I love those programs and things as well. So take a look, Lou, and I love you. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I invite you to subscribe, comment, and of course, follow the link in the description of this video to tap into more ways for you to live a bubbly life. Love you. Thank you.